I'm Amanda Pittman, and this is the Confident Woman Podcast. This podcast was created so I could have candid conversations with my confident committee. We'll talk about what you care about most, walking in your purpose, finding freedom, and becoming the woman God created you to be. So come join the committee, sis. We're going to chop it up, keep it real, and change the world. All right, guys, let's get this conversation kicked off. Today, we're talking about what to do when your vision scares you. What to do when your vision scares you. Now, in my life, I have had a lot of crazy visions. I've had a lot of things that low-key freak me out. And these things have been game changers in my life in the trajectory of the direction of where God is taking me, the woman that I'm becoming. And I can confidently say that I would not be the woman that I am today had it not been for scary visions that I didn't want to do. One example of this was when my husband and I were living in Dallas, Texas. Whenever we were living in Dallas and we had just been married for about a year, I was working at my work-study job on campus. We were still in college and all of a sudden, I was working at this desk job. All of a sudden, I hear the voice of God. And he says, you are going to plant a gathering oasis church. I looked around and everybody else was working at their desk. Nobody heard what I had just heard. You are going to plant a gathering oasis church. Now, this moment low-key freaked me out because I knew that I had heard the voice of God It was undeniable. Immediately, I texted my husband. And even as I walked back to my dorm, I even remember what it felt like to walk on the sidewalk and look down and wonder if I really had just heard the voice of God. And after that, a series of events happened to where I knew that I was called to move to Atlanta. People would randomly call me up and say, hey, are you moving to Atlanta? We would have prophetic words where people are saying, you're called to be in Atlanta. But we knew, we knew that God had called us to be in Atlanta, but we didn't know when he was telling us to go. So we entered a season of preparation. During that season of preparation, we knew that we were going to go to Atlanta eventually, but we were patiently waiting on the time where God said go. So during this time, we were planning as if we could leave at any moment. And believing that God could do that. Three years later, we ended up moving to Atlanta, having a newborn son. And it was just in a season where we knew that the grace had lifted off of Dallas. And it was time to go into a new place. And whenever we landed in Atlanta and we found a home here, I can't say that it was easy, but it was fruitful. And we immediately knew that this was where we were called to be. Soon after that, about a year, I want to say it was a year and a half later or so, that is when our pastors, Pastor Heather and Cornelius Lindsay, told us that they wanted us to plant a campus of their church. And while the timing was a surprise because I was expecting it to be years later, uh, the actual request was not a surprise to me because this was something that God had told me years ago. And then we started to build. We started to build this crazy big vision that God had told us years ago. 
to this day, we're working on um, refining the church and making it exactly into what God wants it to be. Uh, pastoring is not for the faint of heart. It is not easy. You have to remain faithful. And we have some really exciting things coming up for this upcoming January. And God has been faithful the entire time. I want to give you a more recent example, though. In 2018, and I want to say it was July of 2018, God was putting a vision in my heart. He was putting a vision in my mind for the Confident Woman online conference. He told me to do a conference. And honestly, I was super scared. I was mad scared. And so I thought, okay, God wants me to do this conference. So you know what? I'll do it in 2019, summer of 2019. And the Lord was not having it with me. He ended up giving me a dream. And as I was waking up from this dream, I saw in big, bold letters, do the conference now. At first, I planned for it to be the Confident Woman mini conference. And I took that to my husband and I was like, you know what? We can just charge 10 bucks. It'll be this mini conference. It'll be one evening of people's time. No big deal. And Michael told me, Amanda, stop calling it a mini conference. This is not a mini conference. Call it a conference. And I was so convicted by that because I was absolutely downplaying God's vision for my life and for this conference and for the impact. And so, okay, I I was like, okay, I'll stop downplaying. I'll stop downplaying. And then I was thinking to myself, I'll just make it a one day conference. I'll have six speakers. But then some, there's something I couldn't shake that it seemed like there were other people I wanted to be there, but I couldn't figure out how to fit them into one day. And so I ended up going to lunch with a friend one day and we ended up going to two different Highland bakeries. Um, and she was on one part of town and I was in Buckhead. And so we were about 30 minutes away. But whenever I arrived to the Highland bakery that I arrived to, two of my conference speakers were there and they were two women that I had not yet invited. And it was in that moment when I saw them that I knew I need to open up more slots. So I ended up talking to them and it's crazy because one of them doesn't even live in Atlanta. It was a crazy, um, I wouldn't call it a coincidence because I definitely believe it was completely God ordained. And I ended up just eating some lunch with them before my friend arrived. And it was just this uncanny moment where I knew that God was telling me to build something bigger and it scared me but I ended up making a two-day conference it was not a mini conference it was the confident woman online conference I had 12 speakers and it was absolutely fantastic it was a huge hit and it really um, catapulted me into the ministry that God has called me to now let me share one more experience with you guys This is extremely recent. You guys are some of the first people to hear it. But just today, as I'm recording this, just today, the Lord has told me to do my first ever in-person conference. My first ever in-person conference. And I tell you what, I was shaking in my bones when he told me. I have notes written out about why I'm afraid and why I don't feel like I'm qualified to do an in-person conference. Um, And one of the biggest reasons why is because I don't want it to seem as if 
um, ambition is getting in my way or I'm doing anything for my name's sake. But the Lord was so kind towards me and so affirming towards me that he would constantly remind me, Amanda, this is my vision and I trust you. I'm trusting you with this. And one of the things that he told me was that it's, it's not ambition if it's obedience. You're not being ambitious. You're just being obedient to what I'm telling you to do. And so as um, in real time, I am planning out the Confident Woman Conference 2020. I'm really excited about this. Make sure that you guys DM me. Make sure you drop it in the Confident Committee group and Facebook. Make sure um, maybe even you comment on this podcast. Let me know what kind of speakers you want, what kind of sessions you want. This is for you. I'm really, really excited about this and I'm excited about this God vision. So I share all of these big, crazy visions to tell you. I'm always doing things that freak me out. I'm always doing things that scare me. And this podcast is about what to do when your vision scares you. So all of those stories should qualify me for teaching on this because not only have I done it before, but I continue to take these bold leaps of faith because I serve a God that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all I can ask or think. And I also serve a God who's faithful to his word and he's faithful to his promise. So I believe that He's put, if he has placed a God vision in you, he will bring that God vision to life. And so I'm going to give you four things, four things to do when your vision scares you. And the first one is this. You need to activate the voice of God. Write down what you think, feel, see, sense. Be honest with God. God say, this is how I'm feeling. These are my worries. These are my fears. This is what I'm excited about. This is what I would hope for. This is, um, this is what I would expect from this. And then... Give God room to speak back. I have notes about what God is speaking to me in real time about this upcoming conference because it's honestly kind of scary to do something big, but I want to embody a confident woman and embodying a confident woman is doing things that scare you. And so I understood I needed to activate the voice of God. And so I need God's vision in the same way that I need God's vision. You need God's vision. If your vision scares you because the vision is from the enemy, then it should scare you. All right? You need to make sure that you're hearing God's voice and you're getting clarity from God. I ask questions to God like, God, what do you see happening at this conference? God, what is the theme for this conference? Lord, uh, what is the mission for this? And he casts the vision and I am simply a worker. I'm simply the hands and feet of his vision. And so you need to activate the voice of God so you understand that you're operating under his vision and not selfish ambition. All right. So the number one is that you need to activate the voice of God. Make sure you write it down. Get it in writing so that if you ever start to deter from the vision, you can always pull it up on your notes in your phone or pull up an old journal and remember what God told you. Um, I did this for the retreat that he told me to do at the end of 2018. He told me to do a retreat in 2019, which I have done. And when I did that retreat, uh, there were many times where I had to reference the original notes that God told me and the original vision that God cast over me so that I can remember what it was that he told me to do. We are so fickle and so quick to 
to be led astray and go in an opposite direction and start to fulfill a different vision or um, to make things easier on ourselves or whatever it may be. And so you need to make sure that it's in writing so that you continue to be faithful to the vision God has given you. Number two, you need to understand that it's not about you. It is not about you. There are people who are tied to your obedience. I asked God, God, why do you want me to do the conference now? I implied, why not 2021? Why not 2022? Why not 2023? Why not when I have a certain number of dollars in the bank? Why, 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 right? And God was very clear with me that it wasn't about me. It's not about my capability. It's not about my capacity or what I think I'm capable of. And it's also not even about my glory or my ambition or having anything to my name. It's simply not about me at all. It's about the women that are going to be at this conference who he said chains will be broken, who he said they will be set free from shame and fear and guilt. And so if this is the vision that God is casting. I have no time to waste. And I want to say the same thing about you. It is not about you. The vision that God has placed in your mind, in your eyes, what you've been dreaming about, what you've been thinking about, what you've been feeling. It is not a coincidence. It is a vision and a mandate from God that you need to fulfill so that you can build the vision of God so that you can build the kingdom of God so that Lost people can get saved so that saved people can get pastored so that pastored people can be developed and developed people can be activated, okay? It is your job to make sure that that happens. Even though you're the person who needs to be obedient and even though you're the person who needs to answer the call, understand it is not about you. Number three, you need to find the right people. You need to build the right team. You need to find the right people and build the right team. You always need a staff to your weaknesses. You are not an island to yourself. That's why we have the body of Christ. Because if you if you are a hand, you're not going to get anywhere without a foot. If you are a mouth, you're not going to get anywhere without your eyes. You need the body of Christ. Even though... The vision that God has placed in you seems so big. Understand that you are not big in and of yourself. The body of Christ is big and we make big moves together. People in the world understand this concept so well. You'll see entrepreneurs, whether or not they're saved, they always say staff to your weakness, staff to your weakness. You can't be the person who is leading your team but simultaneously the one who is, you know, setting up all of the presentations, sending out all of the emails, doing all of the tech work, making all of the graphics, doing all of the marketing, uh, doing all of the planning, all of that. You have to understand that if you do it all yourself, then it's only going to be as good as you are. But if you build a team around your vision, the vision expands and the vision grows. And so even if it already feels like the vision is too big, that's an even bigger sign, a telltale sign that you need a team. You need a group of people, capable people with a great attitude who are God-fearing and spirit-filled 
to make this vision come to life. I understand that I am not great at event logistics. I am not great at operational things. That's not my thing. I'm a visionary. I will show up and I will get the job done. I have great soft skills. I'm smart. (laughs) But one thing you can't really count on me to do is scheduling and flow of events on the day of I want to show up and enjoy myself okay and that's what I'm going to be doing at my conference and whatever it is that you're doing hey if you're really great at planning then you plan and you do that well if you're really great at speaking then be the best speaker you can be if you're really great at admin just be the most amazing admin ever but you need to understand that you play to your strengths and then you staff to your weaknesses find the right people and build the right team you need a team if you're going to build anything great now the final thing to do when your vision scares you point number four is that you need to take immediate action take immediate action the bible says that faith without works is dead And I don't know about you, but I believe the Bible, okay? I live by the Bible. I trust what the Bible says. And the Bible says faith without works is dead. So don't say that you have faith if you haven't acted. Because faith is exercised through action. Faith is actualized through action. You don't truly have faith until you put action behind it. So if you say you have faith, but you haven't taken action, you don't have faith at all. Faith requires a leap. Faith requires movement, immediate movement. So even if the thing that God is telling you to do is three years later, like whenever God told us to move to Atlanta, One thing I did understand was that I still needed to take immediate action. Whether or not it was time for me to move, I still needed to take immediate action. And the immediate action that I took was preparation. I started building relationships in Atlanta. I started planning a life in Atlanta. I started to look at areas that we wanted to live in in Atlanta. And I understood that Atlanta was my forever home. So we were making preparations for that. We started saving up money for the time that we needed to leave. We are making preparations. So whether you need to prepare immediately or act immediately, you need to just take immediate action. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. Think about it this way. You got to give God something to bless. You've got to give God something to bless. If you keep saying, God bless me, God do a big thing in my life, God give me a big vision, God give me a big dream well you have to understand that you actually have to give god something to bless if you're inactive if you're not mobilized if you're stagnant if you're not moving then god has nothing to bless put your hand to work and start moving understand that if you're moving in the wrong direction god can redirect you if you're working really hard in the wrong direction god is able to redirect you but he can't redirect you if you're not moving what is he gonna do just like turn you in circles still that doesn't get you anywhere it's like a treadmill you need to be moving take immediate action action supersedes everything there are people in the world who are doing huge things building huge businesses or um pushing huge agendas seeing crazy amounts of success in their lives and they don't even know jesus 
And it's not necessarily that God is blessing them because God isn't blessing them. We can't look at somebody who's successful and just say God's blessing them. What's happening? They're taking action because action supersedes everything. Someone could not know the Lord, but they could be preaching Jesus and they could be sleeping with the choir and they could be cussing out people at their job and they can be kicking their dog and nobody would know it but they could build this huge mega church if they're taking action. Am I saying that's what you're, you're called to do? Absolutely not. We need to have character, but that's the thing. Action supersedes everything. Success is not based on what you think God can do. Success is based on what you do and God will bless that and bring the harvest. And so you need to understand that your job is hustle and God's job is harvest. So take immediate action. Your job is obedience. God's job is outcome. Action supersedes everything. Just to give you a brief overview, a a, a quick refresher of everything that we talked about. Number one, you need to activate the voice of God. Number two, you need to understand that it is not about you. Number three, you need to find the right people and build the right team. And lastly, you need to take immediate action because action supersedes everything. This is what you need to do when your vision scares you. And understand that if God said it, he's going to bring it to pass as long as you do your part. You do your part and God's going to do his. I really want to see more women activated and compelled to do the thing that God has told them to do. And we're going to kick fear in the face and we're going to stomp on the enemy's agenda because we're kingdom women. We're confident women and we're walking confidently in our God-given purpose. Make sure that you stay tuned in the Confident Committee Facebook group. Make sure you keep up with this podcast and keep up with me on Instagram and all of the social media outlets, Twitter, all of that, so that you know when the conference drops. I want us to make a huge buzz about this conference. Why? Because the conference is going to be crazy amazing. God is going to blow our socks off. Chains are going to be broken. People are going to be free from guilt and shame. And we are going to walk confidently into our God-given purpose. And that's that sis that's that so um, make sure that you tell everyone about this podcast tag me in your instagram stories if you share tag me on facebook on twitter all of that um, because we are going to just change the world with all of the amazing things that we're doing and so we need to get the word out about how to build our vision big all right guys that's the end of today's conversation if you are a part of the confident committee then do your part Leave a review, a five-star podcast rating, and spread the word. If you haven't already, join our Facebook community, The Confident Committee, and follow us on Instagram at Confident Woman Co. As always, stay confident.